Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Equipped to Be Show with Connie Albers. Equipped to Be is a podcast dedicated to helping you discover and develop your unique strengths, gifts, and talents so you can apply them to all areas of life. So let's get ready to dive into how you are equipped to be. Welcome to another edition of the Equipped to Be podcast. We're going to talk about peace. We're going to talk about how to help your children have peace. It can be difficult with the world in such a chaotic state, obviously, depending on where you live and what's going on in your, your city, your county, your state regarding what's coming in the fall, uh, whether schools will be open or closed, whether sports will happen or not. That can be a huge um, concern for children. And depending on their, your child's age will depend on the level of security or peace that they are experiencing or the lack, that, the lack of peace and security that they are experiencing. But you know, you have the opportunity to help your children in this. And I want to, I want to mention a verse that is so important. I want you to write this down. Isaiah 54, 13, all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. There's two parts to that. One is an action on your part. You have to, as a mom and dad, as a caretaker, as somebody who loves your children deeply, you have to teach them what God has to say. You've got to teach them from his word. There's a lot of great devotionals out there, and there's a lot of uh, great tools and resources that talk about fear or anxiety or depression. But I want to encourage you, let's focus on peace. Let's let's really take some time today and unpack that. Because there's a promise. The second part of that verse is a promise. Great shall be the peace of your children. So when they learn about the Lord, not just... God is good, God is there, God is on the throne. But, but when they learn who God is and how deeply he cares about them, because you have taught them, you've taught them, you've taken that action, they shall receive, they shall have peace, even amid all the turmoil. But how do we do that? Well, I want you to remember that your kids, they want something that can be understood easily. They're simple. Make it simple. Make it something that is easily understandable. Identify what your child is wrestling with. Find out. And how do you find out what your children are wrestling with? You have to take the time to listen to what's going on, the stirrings of their heart. They'll share with you. I did a podcast with Jackie Bruton, and we were talking about kids want to talk. They say it all the time, but are we willing to listen? I've done a lot of podcasts on listening because it's so important. 
But we also can't ever lose sight of the fact that what we're saying and the way that we're saying it um, is landing into a tender place of our child's heart, or it's landing and doing damage on a tender place of your child's heart, which of course, no one wants. Sometimes it does happen, uh, especially when we are stretched thin, when we are trying to deal with uh, situations around us. And sometimes our kids, unfortunately, will, will be snapped at because it's one more thing. And then we feel horrible about it. But part of teaching your children to have peace, part of that is listening to what, to identifying where their struggle is. Where is that fear? Where is that disappointment? Where is the frustration? You know, this has been many months at the time of the recording of this podcast. It's been many months since life was disrupted. There are millions and millions of folks. Uh, there are, you know, scores of folks listening to this podcast every week at at eight at eight a.m. on Wednesday morning when this podcast goes live. That there are many that are struggling in different places, and I always try to be aware of what where we are, what's actually going on, the insecurities, the frustration levels, the pain points. Those are all important. Those are all disruptors of peace. But you have to identify what that child is seeing and hearing and what could be causing them to not experience the peace that they need. When I say we have to make it understandable, easily understandable, they don't have to be long conversations. They can be a word or two at a fitting moment when a child is frustrated or when you hear them utter a comment out. They don't really think much about it. It just kind of flows out of their mouth. Take note of that and ask them. And there's so many examples we could, we could you know, unpack here about identifying what they're, what they're wanting, what they're feeling and experiencing at this moment. Some of your children have are going to experience these different emotions and and different times of not having peace. They're going to experience them different than other children that you have. You may have some sensitive children. They're very perceptive. Do you know the child that is perceptive? They're picking up on the cues, on the virtual signaling. They're, they're picking up on the off-the-cuff comments or the sarcastic things that you might be saying or that they hear on the news or that an older sibling might make or that a cousin might make. And they're taking it to heart. And it's those sensitive kids that take the weight of the world on them. They're also the ones that you have to be very careful with on how you explain what's going on. So you do have to be attentive and don't blow that off. Don't just sit there and and say, oh, you're being ridiculous. It's not that bad. You're just being dramatic. You know, God made them a sensitive child. And it's, it's not like they're ever going to, we don't want them to ever just toughen up and become 
unaware of those feelings of who they are, their ability to be sensitive to what's going on around them. Society needs those kind of people. They need your children, but they can experience peace, even though they are filtering and they're absorbing the emotions and the, and the upheaval around them. But how do you talk to them through that? Just ask them. Sensitive children often, if they feel safe sharing information with you, they will. Depending on the age of your kids is also going to be a big factor. Remember I said it depends on the sensitivity level of your child, but it also depends on the age of the child. Younger children can be more resilient. They can just adjust and pivot quicker than, let's say, a middle schooler who's also got raging hormones going on within their body that they can't control and they really can't explain or identify. But they're very impressionable. And when you take the time to share a verse, to remind them of a promise from God's word, remind them that who God says he is, or how he will watch over, protect, and that he does guide and lead us. Little simple comments. Remember, they need something that they can easily understand. And two, you want to define where their, I, I would say, unrest or insecurity or lack of peace. You want to help define, help them define where that's coming from. Now that, that again, takes time. You know, making dinner together, you can be listening or going for a walk together or, or playing uh, some, some game or sport in the backyard or going for a bike ride. But you, after you've identified what they're needing, what they're seeing, what they're hearing, then you have to define you know, what their biggest challenge is some of your kids, you tell them once and it's like, okay, yep, they, they get it. They take it in and it helps them like, um, like when you're bowling and they have the gutter, um, the strips that go down the lanes of the alley and the, uh, and the bowling at lane. Um, I call them bumper guards. I think that's what you call them. <laughs> and so, you know, there's these bumper guards, some of your kids, all you need to do, you, those bumper guards are the words that you say and the affirmation that you are giving them, hey, you know what? If you if you hit this set, if you hit this part of the bumper, don't worry. It's not going to totally derail you. You might hit it and then bounce off. Well, hitting it could be that time where you're there and you hear it or you're observing it because you've taken the time to identify it and you've taken the time to define it and tell them, you know what? Here's what here's what you need to hold on to. You know what's a beautiful thing? is once you start doing that for your kids, you actually end up, you're doing it for yourself because you're feeding yourself the tr very truths that you're wanting your children. And you can both be working on the same piece, a, working towards having that sense of peace in the midst of chaos, uncertainty, confusion, reminding them of simple truths and promises from God's word. And three, you want to offer them verses, scripture verses, not 
not little talking points, but real verses that they can hold on to. Now, as somebody who has spent their life creating talking points and messaging, those do matter. I, there's a lot of people that are great at giving little quick one-liners. Some people call them a tagline or a talking point. That's great. And I do that too. But you know what? Talking points and taglines are feel-good-isms, but it's the truth of knowing God's word. That's what, that's what children will hide in their heart. God tells us to meditate and memorize his words. Scripture. Those are the things we hide in our heart. That's what your children will hide away in their heart. And why is this so important? Well, I have the unique privilege of being able to say, my kids are now all adults. And to this day, when they hit bumpy patches in life, because they will often, because life is hard, that's what they hold on to. Yes, there are some things that my kids will will laugh about when we're all together. You know, mom would always say, we are the Albers and this is what we do. Yes, I had I had those talking points. I had those little phrases that were catchy. But the real phrases that they hold on to are the truths of God's word. God will never leave or forsake us. That God wants us holy. That God wants to uh, watch and guard and protect us. That God God is the same today, tomorrow and forever and today and tomorrow. He's the same. He hasn't changed. Society's changed. How we talk about the Lord has changed. The hostility toward God has increased, but God hasn't changed. And my adult children still, because when they were little, we sowed scripture into their heart. We talked about it in, like in Deuteronomy. Here a little, there a little. As you walk by the way, as you lay down, as you rise up, you're talking about the Lord in everyday conversation. Your children hear it, and they tuck it away in their heart. And when they start to wrestle and worry and wonder, they have that reservoir of God's truth from Scripture that they can just pull up and meditate on as they're going off to sleep or as they're getting ready to face a challenge They can armor up. They can be reminded that these aren't just great little talking points. You know, you can have your kids stand in front of a mirror and say, I am beautiful, or I am strong, or I am brave. That's great. But that's not enough. Why are you strong? Because God says, I have equipped you with strength. I have equipped you to be brave. Do a study. Look up Hebrews and Ephesians. There are so many verses that God has said he has equipped us. He has equipped us with courage. So when we tell our children these little wonderful taglines and they're standing in front of the mirror looking at themselves and telling them these attributes. Make sure that the attribute is attributed to their creator. 
make sure the attributes are attributed to their creator, not just little catchy taglines. They have to know the source of their bravery. They have to know the source of their courage. They have to know the source of their strength. They have to know the source of their beauty. God says, I have fearfully and wonderfully made you. The more you teach your children the truths found in God's word, the more they will have to pull from when you're not there by their side. And I want you to think about this. The times when you're curled up and you're reading a book, the times when you're having all the kids around and you're doing read aloud or you're playing a board game and somebody you know, gets, goes into a meltdown because they're losing and they hate losing because competition's one of their strong strengths. They are competitive and they have a hard time not winning. They have a hard time losing. There's, a, there's lots of teaching moments in there. But always bringing them back to the truths of God's word. That their character qualities, their strengths can also be their weaknesses. If you do not help them to see how to polish and temper the strengths that they have so that the beauty and the strength of who they really are shines through and that the, the underdeveloped qualities that are gifts and talents, those don't become uh, stumbling blocks and hindrances. And then, so you're going to, you're going to make sure that what you say can be easily understood by your children. Simple concepts, truths from God's word. And you want to help them identify what's kind of going on. Where is their lack of peace? Where is their struggle? You want to help them define their, their challenge. Get, get specific. Don't harp on them. Don't marginalize, berate, or belittle. But you want to you want to help them uh, see the potential, even with the lack of peace that they have. Help them see the potential that comes from having that peace. And then you want to offer them the tools that they can use for themselves. The tools are what? The tools aren't these catchy little slogans. Uh, we we've heard them all. I mean, all of us are going to have, we will be remembered by our our little taglines for 2020. Home alone, staying together. I mean, there's just so many. I, I don't even want to waste time going through them because you know them all. But we want this year, we want this moment, this time of unrest and uncertainty and fear and confusion and doubt and frustration. Your children don't know, you know, because they're not as mature as you are, they don't always know what to say or when to say it. And that can be hard because you're in the quiet places of your house and you're teaching them the truths of God's word. And then your children go out because they're ambassadors for Christ. They're, they're mouthpieces, they're extensions of your family. And then they say something and it it can cause a lot of, um, uh, backlash, simple comments now. So it's hard. And that's why we want to be careful when we teach God's truth and have them hide that in their heart so that when the trouble comes, they're able to rest and rely on that 
That is important. And that's what we have to be focused on. Don't think that this time that you're given right now, this season, this period of disruption, I say that a lot, don't I? There's so much beauty that can come from this time. It's not going to come easily. And you or your kids may go through a rough, rough time, depending, again, on where you live, what you're going through, the ages of your children, the temperaments of your children. But God knows those children because he's formed and fashioned them. And God has established your family because he has given you the children that you have. And God has equipped you to teach and train his children. Like it's like I read at the very beginning um, in Isaiah. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. That is such a powerful, powerful reminder to you. Be faithful. Every morning you get out of bed, ask the Lord, what is the marching orders for today? You know the troubles before me. You know the conflicts that will arise. You know the people we will encounter when we do go out. The battle that we will face today or this week the battles that you're going to have to fight on behalf of your family. You know the fear and the worry and the desperation and the despair that you might be experiencing. And depending on the age of your kids, if you have teenagers, they may be experiencing in a very different way. We've got the cancel culture. We have correctness on steroids, thinking about how you're going to explain what is happening must be framed in, the, in light of the truth of God's word. There's, there's always going to be conflicts arise. I mean, think about this is, this is bad what has happened, but there have been worse. There's been greater persecution. There's been greater unrest. There has been more persecution. It's just new because it's probably a first for many, uh, many parents. You know, maybe you went through something as a child and now you're on a different place. So you have a different, unique perspective. But I promise you, if you Make what make God's word applicable to them. Make it about them. Use your child's name in those verses. And be personal. Say you and use your child's name. Thomas, you shall be taught by the Lord. And it's my job to teach you. And you shall experience peace. There's the promise. Make God's word personal, because it is. Help your children ingrain it into their mind. So remember those four points. 
understand that your your kids help your kids uh, remember that they need to be able to understand it quickly and easily. Need to uh, they need you need to help them identify what they're seeing and hearing and what's causing the disruption or the lack of peace. And you need to help them define that challenge that's before them so that they can see the potential that they can grasp. And you want to give them the tools. Have Bible apps on their phone. If you have, if your kids have phones or uh, cell, um, if your middle schoolers or high schoolers have, use the Bible apps. Share a verse with them. Write it down. Put it on the fridge. Put it on the bathroom mirror. Text it to them. Wherever they are, have reminders of biblical truths and not catchy slogans. Catchy slogans are great. When the heat gets turned up and the pressure's on, we need to fall back on what God says and not our catchy taglines. Be careful who you're listening to. Be careful who you receive advice and instruction from. I say this, uh, I say this often. You want to know what the person who is telling you what to do has actually done. Because I parenting giving parenting advice is easy. Here's the three steps. But actually parenting is very difficult. So you want to make sure that the people that are pouring into your life are people who have actually had to do the job. That makes all the difference. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to remember that we can have peace, that peace surpasses all understanding. That God's word is the same today, tomorrow, and it's not, God is not changing. He is our rock. He is our refuge. He is a light in the midst of a storm. And yes, we are certainly in a storm. So I want you to have a good week, my friends. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast or told your friends about it, please share it on social media. This is important. Uh, we are... We are well into our podcast. It is growing so fast. You guys are amazing. I get emails and downloads. You can go to ConnieAlberts.com. I have some downloads. I have a sample chapter of the uh, from one from a, a sample chapter of the book that didn't actually make it into the book that I am giving away on my website. And join me. Send me emails. Let me know the comments, the questions, the the how this bless you. Share it on Instagram and. And tag me, Parenting Beyond the Rules, or Equipped to Be, or Connie Albers. I want to hear how this is blessing you, and tell your friends about it. Help them be able to raise their families. Help them to be able to navigate every season of life, depending on where they are, by telling them about the podcast. Uh, we all want to grow together, and we all want to, to, to do this thing, not in isolation, but together. And we can because God has equipped us to be able to do that. So that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll be back next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.